Well, good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800 As if you didn't know. The website at allamericangold.com. And uh, welcome to Friday, man. What? Oh, every weekend, man. By, by the time I get to Friday, I'm just like, oh. I'm just spent. I'm ready for it to be over. I mean, there's just so many things to try to keep track of. Uh, Gold and silver uh, continuing to rally here. Uh, This was pretty much anticipated uh, by yours truly uh, as uh, the taper now officially going to start. uh, The first uh, day is going to be the 15th of November, and then they'll do it again in December. And then the plan, anyway, for the next six months uh, till they get to zero. Uh, but don't worry, they didn't talk about re- interest rates at all. Yeah, because, you know, why, why would you do that? Uh, they have no intentions of actually fighting inflation. Uh, as always, I'm joined with my partner in crime. Well, Jason doesn't like to be. It's not a crime. <laughs> you don't like crime. Just uh, my partner in all things that are wonderfully fabulous. Uh, Jason Walker's joining us from Colorado. He actually, I, and I'm not, I'm not gonna, uh, you know, try to embarrass Jason at all. But he actually left work a little bit early yesterday, and I couldn't have been happier. This guy, he, he puts the time in. Uh, that is for sure. So uh, at least you got to spend a little time with your wife yesterday. Yeah, believe it or not, she turned two twenty twos yesterday. <laughs> yeah, of all years. I'm gonna leave the math to everybody else. Yeah, boy, can you, can you believe that? Of all years, uh, uh, that's uh, that's that's how old she is. So we uh, we had a, we had a, good, a good day yesterday. Uh, things were, looked a little rocky at first, and then uh, uh, we had a, a great um, uh, evening. So yeah, it's, I, I take time off. Is it? It's just uh, if you like your work, it's a lot easier to uh, to, to be there and do it. So I, I, I enjoy what I do. There you go. There you go. And uh, today we had jobs numbers out today. We'll talk about that. It was a good number. Uh, but, you know, again, it should be a good number, right? October, normally a big number because uh, that's when you see the Walmarts and the Krogers and the Targets and the UPSs and the FedExs and the Amazons. Right, they they start that hiring binge uh, for the holiday season. Uh, a, a good number, uh, unfortunately, and, and I think this is just what it's going to be. Uh, oh, still, well over now a hundred million people that are of working age, not in the workforce, Jason. Right, right. You know, I. I, I, what was the last number, Joe? Joe, we had of, of uh, job openings. It was like over ten thousand. I mean, uh, the job, the job. Well, at one time, we got to like ten million. Yeah, ten million. Yeah, ten million. Yeah, seven million. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, there's, there's no, you know, it's a broken situation. But there should be, pl- you know, the way that it shows, us, there should be plenty of jobs. Oh, you should be able to go just walk into any place and just uh, get signed up. But uh, I don't think it's that uh, that easy, Joe. Yeah, it's a lot harder than I think, but uh, 531,000 jobs for the month. Hey, that that that's a solid number. They were looking for 450 and 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 truth be told, that number was going to get beat from the get-go, but 531's decent uh, wages 
uh, continuing to be a mainstay. And again, this just blows apart anything transitory. Up another four tenths for the month. So when when you when you extrapolate there, you know you're talking about wage inflation of of five percent. Uh, and, and and probably rising uh, because you know they don't throw in the bonuses, they don't throw in the extra benefits and and all of that stuff. So it's actually uh, more than that uh, when you actually factor it all in. Unfortunately, the jobs were where we thought they were going to be: uh, leisure, hospitality, retail, uh, things of that nature. You know, uh, waitresses, waiters, bartenders, uh, clerks, stock boys, uh, like warehouses. Uh, one of the biggest jumps in warehousing that I can remember in recent memory, uh, they they were saying that uh, warehouse jobs were up fifty four thousand in the in in the month, uh, and I'm I'm going to guess that's your your Amazon, Walmart, and stuff like that. Yeah, getting ready for the holiday, right? Yeah, just yep, just holiday hiring, you know. But uh, good number overall wages. Again, that was the hot number. Uh, the the other thing that that was kind of interesting in the report was, and I said not just the labor force participation rate, uh, but the number of people uh, still saying they were discouraged that they uh, were had a part time job but wanted a, a full time job uh, but couldn't get it. Uh, that number still at there's at eight point three percent. So that that number was pretty high. Uh, the household survey only had jobs rising three hundred fifty nine thousand, so that was, you know, close to the number, I guess. And then uh, the last numbers in there, what were they saying? Uh, they they up upped August and September a little bit as well. So overall, a good number, Jason. Good number. Gold's likes it. Gold's up eleven. Silver liked it. Silver's up fifteen cents. Uh, Wall Street likes it as well, uh, and, and I guess we'll see now as we get through the holiday season. Jason and I both agree we think we're going to have a big holiday season, and then does the hangover effect start rolling in uh, in 2022, Jason? Or does the holiday season actually uh, show a lot of weakness and <laughs> make things much worse? You know, one or the other, right, Joe? Going to be one of the... <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> Either going to be really good or really bad. Yeah. I don't know which one. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. 800 I knew I had this number. I was trying to find it. Uh, another hunt, over 100,000 more people joined uh, not being in the labor force. And as I said, uh, now over 100 million people not working. And, and Jason... It's really simple. Wages, uh, according to the data, up you know just a tick under five percent for the year. That's not enough. It's not enough. You want to get people back to work. You're going to have to pay. And, I, and I'm going to tell you right now, fifteen dollars isn't going to do it. Not when you have rents going up twenty, thirty, forty percent. Not when you have food inflation skyrocketing, meat prices skyrocketing. Listen, just to fill up the car, I, I paid $3.85 yesterday to fill my car up. I couldn't believe it. And I, and I got, you know, uh, the, 
the gas light went on at, at a bad time. I was too close to my house. Uh, gas prices are more expensive where I live, but still, even the even the cheaper is three sixty a gallon. Yeah, and, and the funny thing about jobs that we don't talk about a lot is that it, it, who really hires full time employment anyways, and how poorly can you treat those part timers because you can just interchange it with whoever walks through the door, right? You know, this is this is something that we don't talk about enough that you know it's it's a part time job economy now. You know, and you are yeah, you are easily it, replaced. You, you bring up a great point, right? The, that leisure, hospitality, retail, they don't want to, they, believe me, the last thing they want to do is give you full time. Because at that point, then they've got obligations. Yep. Right? Oh, now, we, now we've got to, we got to pay uh, health care, and we got to pay uh, better benefits, and, and you're guaranteed to work this many hours, uh, whether they, they're busy or not. They love. Uh, that part-time stuff, and I guess in that jobs report, uh, that's the other thing too. Hey, you want you want more people to come to work? You got to give them more hours, right? Hey, uh, twenty hours a week isn't gonna get it done. So we'll we'll see how uh, things go as we normally do. So we're, I'm gonna go through uh, all the new quote-unquote transitory, but they're really not transitory. Wink, wink, not not prices, uh, car prices. Wolf Richter. Uh, he, he's uh, Wolf Street does a great job. I talk about him a bunch of times. Average new vehicle prices up 19% in just the last 10 months. So, you know, do, do some math here, right? Okay, so uh, looks like it's going to be pretty close to, what, 24 23%, you, you know, for a year. Uh, that, that's incredible. New prices now forty over forty four thousand dollars. You know, you, you think back twenty years ago, right? It was probably like twenty thousand dollars. Now we're talking forty four thousand dollars, and that's just the run of the mill vehicle, right? That's not. You're not getting the the Lariat package and the, all the bells and the whistles and, and and the cool rims and the upgraded tires and and the seat cushion that get hot in the winter and cold in the summer. You're not getting that, right? That's the hey. Uh, it's got uh, four wheels and four doors. Uh, there you go. Forty four thousand dollars, Jason. Yeah, yeah, okay. buying a car. I mean, uh, we're living in a time now, Joe, where a used vehicle, you know, used to be, hey, year after year, your, your used car goes down in value, you know, wear and tear. and uh, But now used cars are going up in value. We, we just had uh, our advertiser on yesterday on one of the breaks. He was telling me about how... Ramsey Auto Group. Ramsey Auto Group. And, man, he was talking about, well, the, that, that, that vehicle my wife sold, yeah, it was, it was worth more than we bought it three years ago. <laughs> I mean, it, it's really... Uh, incredible as, as car prices continuing surging. And remember, the Fed, think about this. Like four months ago, Jay Powell uh, gave himself a big pat on the back about his transitory comments, and he cited car prices. Because they went down. The car prices went down for like five seconds. Oops. <laughs> and then, bam, right, all the way... It, 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 it's just same thing. Lumber. Remember, he did a party about lumber prices. Same thing. The I bet you we've talked about fertilizer more 
in the last week that I probably talked about fertilizer in the first 20 years I've been doing this. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about it again. A shortage of nitrogen fertilizer is getting so bad that farmers in the U.S. won't be able to get what they need for their fields in the very near future, according to CF Industries. They spoke on their earnings call last night. Okay, so this is this is right here, U.S. So you know, remember yesterday we talked about the fertilizer, and uh, it was uh, European, one of Europe's largest fertilizer places. This is right here at home. It is the owner of the world's largest nitrogen facility. And they said that they've had to scale, that farmers are going to have to scale back fertilizer applications, and it's going to lower corn yields, and it's going to be pushing prices up even further. They said that fertilizer is scarce right now because of high cost of energy and not to, and here's the funny thing. So they said, you know, listen, natural gas, expensive. Coal, expensive, right? Whatever. Hydropower, expensive. But they said that's not all. Key raw materials have skyrocketed. Production being halted in Europe. Other countries like China and Russia are now restricting exports. They said that the United States, a major importer of farm nutrients, that it imports 20% of its urea, 40% of ammonium nitrate from Russia alone. And they're now saying that uh, potash, urea, nitrogen, all of them have more than doubled, some have tripled, and, and they're issuing a warning, Jason, that's saying that U.S. farmers are not going to be able to uh, put an, uh, the same amount of fertilizer applications on their crops because there's just not enough of it. Correct, Joe. I don't know what's worse. It's one thing to say, hey, i got to pay more, right? Hey, i got to pay more for fertilizer. That's one thing. That's not what he was saying here. He's saying, hey, I don't care what they pay. We don't have it. Yep. That's a different story altogether. Joe, in all the years I've heard you do radio, I've, I've never heard you do so much crappy radio ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, crap has become very expensive nowadays. That's for sure. It's, it's getting worse, and it's, and it's going to affect the food supply. I mean, uh, when Joe hits something on multiple days, he's trying to tell you, the audience member, you better start looking at this because this is very important. This is this is a, a big red flag of, of bad things coming. Well, and again, this is just, unfortunately, we've been warning about what's going to happen at the, at the grocery stores, and we're starting to really see that play out. Here's the problem, though. This, is, this was, you know, quote-unquote, hopefully going to get better next year, right? Okay. Well, you know, we had a bad time, but things are going to get better. And, and, and what they're saying is, at least from the agricultural side of things, things are going to get, not only are they a lot more expensive, so the farmer's got to pay a lot more, which just means what? Things are going to get more expensive. But now they're saying something entirely different. Hey, we won't have enough. 
So it's one thing to pay double, triple, quadruple the price. It's a whole nother thing entirely when they just simply say, I'm sorry, I can't give you any fertilizer today. And now farmers are going to have to, it's really a simple problem. What do farmers do? Well, you know what, I got 500 acres. I'm going to not plant 100 acres because I don't have the fertilizer, right? I'm not going to plant 150 acres because I don't have the fertilizer. And and that just means there's going to be less product. Again, we already have inventories, Jason, at our all-time record lows. And now we're saying, hey, the crop yields next year are going to be significantly lower because there's not enough fertilizer. Uh, That's just the perfect storm. And for me, it's even worse because I, you know, if you're, if anybody, everybody likes to eat good quality food. The quality of food's going to go down too, Joe. Because it's like any business, you have to slash cost. You have to save a buck here, save a buck there. So you better believe that uh, whatever corners need to be cut and lower quality foods are headed for us. You know, so the, the quality of the food is going to be less because those corners have to be cut just for these guys, these business owners, which are farmers, have to to make their business work. How about this one, milk? They're saying that milk prices have only risen 4% uh, year over year, and that's because a lot of the supermarkets use milk as a loss leader. Uh, in California, people, uh, we got a lot of listeners in California, believe it or not. In California, they know the truth. California is one of these weird states with a lot of ridiculous laws. One of the laws in California is you can't sell milk below cost. So... Uh, and again, all of the grocery stores, they sell milk at a loss. Milk's a loss leader. They, they run the gallons of milk to get you in the store to buy everything else. But they're saying that uh, milk prices are getting ready to get a, a lot more expensive uh, as well. They're saying the average cost of a gallon of milk is up 26% since 2018 now at $3.59, unless you live in California, then it's going to cost you a bundle more. But they're saying a number of factors at work, Jason. Number one is farmers killing their dairy cows because it's too expensive to feed them. That's right, Joe. That's right. And also, I'll say this. I, I, this uh, guy I was talking to, uh, no, no, it, was a, it was a thing I was watching on uh, one of my, my places I go. Talked about the USSR when they when they fell when the wall fell and they went into economic stress in Russia. Uh, they called the herds of their pigs and their cattle, and that's back in the early 1990s. And to this day, they have still never come back from it, Joe. Thirty years later, they still don't have the cattle and pig herds that they had before the uh, their economy crashed. Scary stuff. Yeah, it really, really is. Uh, one last thing, and then uh, we'll focus our attention elsewhere. Uh, focusing in on, on the Paris Accord or uh, the climate change meetings, whatever you want to call it over there. Uh, yeah, they're, they're after the cow farts again, Jason. Oh, no. Yep, uh, public enemy number one. Apparently, Joe Biden's all happy. 105 countries back Joe Biden's plan to cut methane emissions by 30%. And I'm just like... What? What is he talking about? <laughs> I mean, are we going to make cows wear diapers? Oh, no. 
no, his brilliant plan, let's just kill them all. Uh, let's just get rid of them. I mean, the price of beef, you think beef is expensive now. <laughs> Holy smokes. Uh, yep, they want to cut methane coming from cows by 30%. And let me tell you, by when? By 2030. Yeah, there it is. I mean, let's face it. It's already really, you know, it's 2022. For all practical, 2022. So in eight years, you're going to uh, try to reduce 30% of the cow population? I mean, uh, wow. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Where, where does all this stuff end? Who, who decides that this is even possible? Well, I just said about Russia, Joe, and, and that was an you know, really the, the space race and, and the arms race uh, f- in the Cold War was, was an economic war against Russia, and they lost. So here we are 30 years later. They still don't have their cattle populations that they should have for their country, and, and of course, meat is very expensive. Well, we're having some economic stress, Joe. Kill all the cattle. Sure seems like we're following this this economic trend. I've got a million dollar, it may be a billion dollar idea. Well, I'll share it with all of you coming up next. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, gold is flying here up 18. Uh, 18.11 now. So remember... I've been telling you all, all along, we expected this rally, 1830, that's the number. We break above there, uh, and, and then the rally's really on. Uh, silver, uh, right behind now, uh, silver's up 25 cents here, $24, uh, 15 cents in rising. Man, uh, congratulations on the guys that got in on Silver Eagles. Uh, we, we pretty much sold out of them again, uh, so we're, 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 we're back to out of stock there. Uh, today, though, I've got some good. Hey, I got some good gold. Uh, last day on tenth ounce at two forty five, two forty five. Just to, to let you know, gold is up fifty five dollars from the low on Wednesday. That, that's how quickly uh, things are changing here. Uh, so I got one tenth ounce American Gold Eagles. Last day here two forty five. Uh, my guess is. We're probably going to be 255, 260 on 10th ounce come Monday. I've got 25 $10 Indians. $55 off a coin today. $1,200 on $10 Indians. I've got 25 of them. That's it. I, I wish I had more. Uh, that's a great price. On Indians, uh, as you know, Indians always carry uh, a bigger premium, and it, and Indians usually are the lead indicator of a gold run when those premiums start to get uh, bigger, which is what they've been doing. Uh, and then I've got 120s at 2100 dollars today at 800-951-0592. So once again, I've got 25 ten dollar Indians. The regularly. Uh, $1,255. I've got them on sale for $1,200. So that's a that's a big savings. We got those at the show. There's a big gold show, gold and silver show. I was telling you about it yesterday. Uh, we were able to get those at the show at, at a great discount. Uh, and then we're going to help out and, and throw a little more on top of it. Uh, so I got $25, $10 Indians at $1,200. And then I've got $120, which is 
a lot of 20s lately anyway uh, at $2,100 today, Jason. Excellent, excellent. Always, I mean, we're talking, you know, this is what we do. We sell gold and silver, so every day we're going to tell you you should buy it. But uh, this, is, this is a, you know, the good old days of the 1750 uh, you know, spot range on gold is going away. And uh, when it's gone, it'll be gone. Uh, just like when Brian and myself joined up with Joe in uh, 2018, the, uh, the $1,250 to $1,350 for a $20 gold piece. Way behind us, so the the twenty one hundred dollar gold piece that's going to be behind us very shortly, Joe. Yeah, unfortunately, I think that's that's absolutely right. Uh, bond yields falling again today, down to one four six, and I, I expect that to continue a, as well. Uh, because let's face it, let's face it the the the, the realities are uh, it's a terrible uh, instrument now. We've got $29 trillion, maybe 30 We don't even know how much debt right now. Hopefully sometime in December they're going to tell us. But it, let's just say, let's just round up. It's at least $30 trillion in rising. And that doesn't count the $9 trillion the Fed's got. So really, really let's just, $40 trillion of it. Uh, it's not worth a whole lot of anything out there. But I got, a, I think, a billion-dollar idea, Jason. All right. I'm going to share it. Some, it, it it's, feel free to use it. Just like you know, my backup turkey for Thanksgiving. I mean, that's a that's legendary, right? Though this is this is along the lines of a backup turkey. We've got to be able somebody out there to be able to develop. I don't know if it may be an enzyme or something of this nature uh, that could be produced very very inexpensively. That we could give to cows to lessen the farting. <laughs> we, I mean, we, we can't do that. We can't figure it out. I think. I, I, come on. The four stomachs of the cow and and chewing its cud and all that. I, I think that's just a part of uh, cow biology. You know, I, I guess. I guess what you're talking about is Monsanto needs to have a genetic, a genetically modified cow. Oh, no. Now, okay, now. That's not what I was saying. That's what's going to happen, Joe. You just unleashed it on the world. It's your fault. Oh, I strike it. You're right, because that's what they're going to do. We're going to get a new cow that somehow only has two stomachs instead of four. I don't know. But I'm just, you know, you got stuff like, like uh, you know, we've got Tums and, and Pepto-Bismol and, and, you know, Gas-X and, you know, uh, stuff for for uh, heartburn and all that stuff. They don't. I, they I don't release the gas, and then the meat becomes toxic. How's that? <laughs> well, you, I don't want that either. If you can't release Listen, it, I'm just a meat guy. I, I mean, I'm trying to save the cow. If the ca- if the cow can't release it, you've got to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, maybe it's not a billion dollar idea. Now. I didn't think it through. I didn't think it through. <laughs> Monsanto did it, and then I'll look at the corn and the wheat and the soybeans. Wheat, they're all uh, Frank and wheat. It's all. You know. I'm sorry, I don't trust anything Monsanto does, and I nothing against uh, that. But I, I never mind. I just you just blew it all up. It's not as good as the backup turkey for Thanksgiving. So uh, unfortunately, unfortunately thinking, Joe, I'm trying to think outside the box. The way it works, Joe, if God created it, man can't improve it, even though they try really hard. That's just the way it is. Gold is a perfect example. 
<laughs> Amen to that. Uh, gold, I don't know. Gold's up twenty now, uh, eighteen fifteen, and and right silver uh, twenty four and a quarter here. So uh, more momentum here as uh, the you know and this is all computer buying. You know the technicals and all that other stuff. Uh, again, though, we're think about this. I mean, it could be as early as Monday. Are we going to break above eighteen thirty as early as Monday? I mean, here we are. We're within. Uh, uh, about fifteen, sixteen dollars of it, so uh, very possibly could happen here. Uh, same thing with silver. I think silver gets above twenty-five. Look out! Uh, it could be a very quick, quick run back to that twenty-eight to thirty-dollar range, and then of course for silver, thirty's that big number, right? Silver hits thirty. Silver breaks thirty. Uh, I think it goes right to forty, uh, and there's an outside chance you could see fifty uh, when we get back. Duke Energy. So this is another big energy company here at home. We've talked a lot about energy companies and fertilizer companies overseas. Today we're focusing here at home. Uh, They came out with a warning yesterday. I'll tell you what that means. Well, I'm sure all of you can probably guess. Patriot Radio News Hour. Get those Indians. Get those liberties. You're going to be glad you did. We'll be right back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. we got two lines open. Uh, we'll get to you in the order that you called. Uh, the $10 Indians. I know they're, they're going pretty quick. We didn't have, we didn't have a lot of them. Uh, we had 25 of them at 1200 That's $55 savings per coin. Uh, and then on the 20s, $20 Liberties, uh, $2,100 today. Gold's up another 20 bucks this morning. 800 951 We're right there now, 1813, 1814. Uh, in earshot here of uh, 1830, that's, that's kind of the big resistance level. Uh, that's the last domino. If, if 1830 falls, uh, we're going to see 1900. Monday. 1900 falls, right? Then, you I'd, know, we're off to talking about all time highs again. I think Monday, Joe. I think we uh, this thing stops where it's at, or maybe gets to like the 1820s, and then on Monday it gives it gives all these uh, big shot investors a chance to look at things calmly over their weekend, and then oh wait, man, gold's almost there, so start to buy it. Buy yeah, it we'll now. See, we'll see. We'll see what happens because, uh, you know, the charts have all, you know, the charts are now in the favor. You know, it's so much of this done with computers. No one actually uses their brain at all uh, out there in the world today. But, again, you know, if we're going to listen to Jay Powell and, and pretend that inflation's transitory, uh, even though every report tells you otherwise, uh, Duke Energy, uh, they are, they're big. So Duke uh, I would, you know, they're in the uh, the Southwest and Midwest, uh, and they're 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 really big uh, in the Carolinas and Georgia and, and through the Midwest and all of that area. There, uh, they warned yesterday. Again, as these earnings come out, it's very interesting uh, what you can uh, really learn from that. And uh, Zero Hedge uh, did a great job of dissecting. Uh, Duke's uh, energy report saying that coal and natural gas supplies are going to be extremely tight this winter and customers are going to face higher power prices. Uh, they, they have, and, and listen, Duke 
they're one of the big ones. They've got coal plants. They've got hydro plants. They've got natural gas plants. They've even got nuclear, solar, wind, uh, battery storage facilities. So they've got all of it. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you talk about the Carolinas, Florida, Georgia, the Midwest, that's uh, a big part of the population. Uh, their CFO, Steve Young, said that coal and natural gas prices, the highest they've been in recent memories. Uh, he said it's been a while since we've seen commodity prices like this. Uh, and, and again, they kind of reference these anomalies. You know, we talked about crude oil. Remember when it spiked to 150? Uh, and that was just, there was a big hurricanes came and production went offline and, and Libya was in chaos and stopped export. I mean, there's all these little factors. He says we haven't even seen the cold weather factors yet. And he's like, and he's very concerned when it really starts to get cold, uh, we're going to see dramatic spikes uh, in the energy prices. They just, and again, this is what I've been warning you about says that, well, we have adequate coal and gas for now. The fall and winter has uh, stressed a shortage of supply in the overall commodities market and forcing prices higher. It's almost every single item, Jason, where the inventory for, you know, because when when, uh, it gets cold, people turn the heat on. Right. Yep. Right now, the the ACs aren't running as much because it's not 115 degrees. Right. But now, all of a sudden, hey, we're going to start turning the heat on, and there's not enough reserve for what they're expecting the demand to be when that happens. Right. And uh, the, the more of these shortages you keep reporting every day, every day, Joe, and I just think it doesn't have to be this way. And you know, this is false scarcity, but. It's here. There's nothing we can do about it, Joe. It, the scarcity is here, whether it's false or it's real, and I know it's false. But uh, you know, th- these people, these guys that run this economic system, Joe, they know what to do to make enough energy for everybody. They know what to do to have enough cars and, and computer chips. They simply just don't develop enough, let's just say, oil refineries across the world to, to pump out the oil so that we can have one dollar a gallon gas, which is what it really should be. Well, and you know, you bring up such a great point, but look at what they're doing. Look at all these climate accords. Yep. Right? Look at what the banks agreed to over there in Scotland. Shutting down, You know what? We're not going to invest. And and we're going to divest in a lot of these energy prices uh, and and a lot of these energy things and and creating, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I mean, you don't have to be uh, a rocket scientist to figure this out. We cut off a lot of the energy company's ability to go out and get adequate supply because we want more wind and more solar and more this and more uh, other things. And guess what? The first year, like, this is going to be the worst winter in like a decade, they say. You know, it's going to be super cold. And now all of a sudden we're going to have problems. Duke Energy is warning already don't be surprised to see rolling blackouts this winter. I mean, that's incredible. Come on, really? Yeah, 2021, rolling blackouts. 
<laughs> Those two things should even be together, Joe. This, this is, you talk about how technologically advanced uh, the world is and how advanced society is, and we have rolling blackouts in 2021. It's, it's ridiculous. Thanks for radio news. Uh, man, I'm glad this week is coming to an end. Uh, last final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jacob and Jason Walker wrapping up the week here. Uh, we, we've got uh, about a, a dozen $10 liberties left here. $10 liberties, or not liberties, I'm sorry, $10 Indians. I'll get it right. $10 Indians, uh, $1,200. Bucks. And that's, that's really a good price. So that's $55 off. Uh, we were able to get some at the Gold and Silver Show uh, yesterday. Uh, we got about a dozen of those left at twelve hundred, and then uh, twenty dollars gold pieces today at twenty one hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And and Jason, uh, uh, we'll, we'll see what what happens here. But again, this is it's just shocking uh, to see Berto. All of these things happened, right? <laughs> Sorry, Joe. I'm in the middle of doing some some stuff on the show. Yes. Oh. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm bouncing around the building in between breaks, believe it or not. Uh, my workload is a little heavier than I thought it was going to be. So <laughs> Jack and I were trying to communicate, and I ended up uh, being on the air. <laughs> uh, being on the air. Okay. So, you know, but, you know, just talking about really now Duke Energy is like, hey, you know what? There's not enough coal. There's not enough natural gas. And, and – when the gets really cold, we can see rolling blackouts. Yes, yes. We can't generate enough power. I mean, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We yeah. can't unload the ships, right? We, we can't. Now, uh, the, the biggest fertilizer company in the United States, hey, might have a little problem here. Uh, farmers are going to, we're going to run out of fertilizer to actually sell them. Forget about how much the price is. We just aren't going to have any. That, that boggles the mind. You have to exact a little bit of fear so that you can gain control. That's that's what this is, Joe. There's a, a, a large amount of control being grabbed up right now. And, yes. And a, energy shortages. You want this shortages. all to end, roll up your sleeve and yep. get your shot. Yep. Yeah. Hey, your energy's going to run out. Boy, we better go green. Or else, uh, at some point, this will these energy uh, blackouts that maybe allow, maybe it'll happen all over the world this this coming winter. I don't know, but uh, if it does happen, it'll be like, well, if we had green energy, this wouldn't happen. Why is why is that going to be the next headline you read in a few months, Joe? I didn't, yeah, you're right. Yes, that's the problem. That's the I problem. mean, uh, you would uh, and people don't even uh, there's not even enough land to build all the solar panel, you know, to make up for. <laughs> Uh, the loss of power we're going to see. I mean, if Glen Canyon and, and Hoover Dam stop producing power, the amount of solar panels they would probably have to take the whole state of New Mexico and just turn it into a giant solar plant uh, to just to make up for that. I mean, it, it's, it's you know, and they follow the science. Nobody wants, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just think this is just uh uh, it's going to be devastating. Listen, this is going to be the most expensive winter for food and energy prices, putting gasoline in the car, heating your home, uh, feeding your family uh, that Americans have seen. 
uh, you know, in decades, maybe ever. That's kind of what I worry about because, you know, I look at how much money they created. Well, that just erodes the value of it. And, and, and if it erodes by what we created, we're still early in this inflation cycle. And I hope that's not the case, but certainly looks like it may be. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody.